of Judy here in the Sechet Makot Perak Bet Mishnehei, dedicated in memory of Sandy Malach, Sarah Bat Yaakov. Continuing the theme of the prior Mishnah, we now are told a little bit about how to get there. There were street signs uh, that were put up at the various intersections to tell a person where to go if they accidentally murdered. I mean, think about it. People don't get up in the morning and say, I'm going to accidentally murder someone today. It's something that happens. When it happens... What happens now? They quickly look around and see that there are there are signs set up that say "City of Refuge" this way, and so the, there there are signs. And the uh, the Gemara talks about keeping the uh, the roads in good order and so on and so forth, so that they can get there quickly and protect themselves and, and be safe from uh, from response of the family of the victim. As it says, you will prepare for yourselves a way of shilashta, and you will shilashta. So shilashta, the Gemara explains, is to divide into thirds. That basically the northern city on each side of the Jordan River, the northern city of refuge, was uh, essentially equidistant from the top tip of the northern border until the next city. The next city is uh, in the center of the country, again, both sides of the river, and the southern one is uh, is you know equidistant between the center city and the southern border. Another way to look at that, just to make sense, would be if you divided the land of Israel and the other side of the Jordan River uh, into a length and divide that length into quarters. The southern city is one quarter of the way up. The, then there's the central city at the midway point. The, the northern city is three quarters of the way up, one quarter of the way down, and then you have the northern border. The idea is that it should be, you know, there, there should be cities at regular intervals so that wherever people are, if, God forbid, this accidental murder happens, they can get to a city of refuge. Obviously, people in the Gemara deals with the people living in the, in the middle of the country have the shortest distance to go because they can choose which city is closer to them, whereas somebody at the southern tip or someone at the northern tip has only one city they can run to and they have to go a further distance, but so be it. Um, in any event, now, when they go, what happens? When somebody kills accidentally, they are awarded two Torah scholars. There's a bit of a question exactly when this happens. Is this at the time of the murder or is this when they're returning from court? But we give them Torah scholars as bodyguards. We tend to think of bodyguards as being, you know, big, strong people or, or quite capable in, in warfare and, and fighting. In our case, we award them two Torah scholars to escort them to the city of refuge. Lest the family, and the individual is called the Goel Hadam. The Goel Hadam is literally the redeemer of blood. It is a, a close family member of the deceased, of the victim, who, as we'll see, has may have some rights um, to, to take vengeance, to respond, to kill the... Uh, the accidental murder. And so we're not going to protect the accidental murder with force. We're going to protect them with words. We were two Torah scholars who could speak to them and say, listen, they didn't mean it. It was an accident. This isn't really what you want to do. Come on, you know, t- take a walk, breathe a little bit, count to 10, and so on and so forth. Rabbi Meir Omer, Meir says, not only do the Torah scholars speak to protect this person, the person speaks for himself. As it says, Zed These are the words of the murderer. The murderer says, please don't kill me. I did mean it, so on and so forth.